We're back. It's been a hot, hot minute. Um, my bad. It's been like what a year, a year and a half. I was gonna say closer to two, probably. Yeah, we've been doing things. Um, not really sure. COVID was a thing. I mean, we were uh, in a pandemic. Still, kind of pandemic light. Um, but yeah, like pandemic, like we have so we have a mask halfway on. Um, we definitely have been discussing coming back for a while. We hung out a lot over the summer <laughs> and over the past year. Say you should come back, and you know we've been busy, and it's we suck for it. But we're back now, and you know we missed it. We missed it. We missed discussing all this random movies and Korean dramas because I actually did miss some Korean dramas. I've been um there's so been, many. The list has gotten so, so long. I've watched a lot of Korean horror. And I can talk about that for days. But today is not about career horror. Today's talk about, first off, right, I'm Rich still. That's still Holly. Hi. And uh, we're back today after a long hiatus to discuss the black phone. So this kicks off our spooky season month of reviews of movies and shows from all across the world. doesn't really matter. We, 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 we don't care. Um, but the black phone was one that really stuck out to me. This is more or less a pick of mine, you know, if anything. But I'm a huge fan of the of the creator of the Black Phone short story, Joe Hill, who was the son of Stephen King, who has, you know, Stephen King's read many everything from horror, from Christine to Carrie to It to The Shining, you name it. He's basically crafted American horror to, like, no ends. And his son is, if not, I think, a little better. His son can actually land an ending. And this is what I'm not trying to compare it to, but Stephen King has a hard time landing the ending, for me at least. But Joe Hill has done things such as movie Horns, and also he wrote the book as well. Uh, the movie stars Danny Radcliffe, but today, once again, we're discussing The Black Phone. The Black Phone is a movie that I went into with high expectations, right? And I was not let down at least bit. I actually, spoiler alert, by the way, love the film. Love it so much, I watched it twice. I even bought the movie to show my wife. And she was like, oh my God, this is good. It's not about the jump scares. It's about how it actually talks to you. And, I, and that sounds so pretentious. But that's our whole thing, right? We come up pretentious because, you know, we read a book once. So, you know, um, basically. I, oh, I was the opposite. You I want to, you no, don't like it. No, 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 I loved it. Mm. But I went into it not knowing anything about it. Oh, that's actually perfect. And Once I, again, uh, we do one take here. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved everything about it. I thought it was a great film. Um, but yeah, I had no idea the premise, Okay. anything about it. But it was a lot of, it was really good. And like you said, it wasn't like a lot of jump, in yeah. your, jump scares jump in scares. your face and over oh, horror no. or yeah. anything like that. But it was still very, it was a very good film. It definitely had this feel for me that it was do you know how you have like like a long long like a, a long con going something like that it felt like the payoff was so important the the characters in, in the story are really interesting as well we start off the, the the story with the main character name is finney 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 and the setting is the 1970s you can tell by the awful haircuts all those, those kids have <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna in the, the outfits though. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes even in today's world though, I'm like, what year is this though? I see that mom jeans are in, and I'm seeing that fanny packs are back. And I, yes. I was out the other day with my my wife, and she was like, that's in right now. I'm like, what am I doing? And I realized that point when I was like, when I 
have I ever been cool in the least bit? The answer is no. I've never been cool at all. <laughs> and that actually justifies it. Have you noticed that we're, uh, we're back in as a Halloween costume now? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah, actually right. Yeah. This is actually crazy. Butterfly clips and, you That's know, it. the Nokia phone. That's a thing again. I feel like I'm going... Am I getting shamed for having a good phone now? I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> hey, nice fold, nerd. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nokia phones and pay. My mother-in-law wears fanny packs all the time, though, so she's finally hip. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> she must love this. Um, so yeah, we go back to the 1970s. Not sure about the exact year, but we have the big bell-bottom pants, the really bad mullets, and we got the day drinking from parents, which happens in this time of year. Um, we meet Finney he's playing a baseball game, and he's out. He, he's up to he's up to um, pitch uh, up to, against this. I'm gonna say his name is Bruce. 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 Yeah. Bruce is like this. You know, he's a charming young kid. Right? He seems to be very kind of popular, and you know he. Hits the, you know, he has it one more out before he, well, sorry, one more strike before he gets out. Finney pitches to, uh, to Bruce. Bruce hits it out. But Bruce is actually impressed. He goes, wow. He goes, your arm is pretty, you know, pretty mint. You know, I guess that's an old term saying that's pretty dope. I don't know. This is not going to age well at all whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but we but we see afterwards, right, when Bruce is leaving, he's slowing down. He sees somebody with these, this guy by a van with, with these balloons. And... My first takeaway here is like those balloons. I'm like, oh my god! I thought about Pennywise instantly. Yeah. Did, did you? Yes. Okay. And I'm thinking like, is this Joe Hill's way of saying like, hey dad, this this villain is is a homage to you because what Pennywise did was he would take kids, and he would you know eat them. Oh my god! Spoiler for it if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. read the book. <laughs> and these the, the the villain of the story is called the Grabber. Once again, I mean, yeah, Joe Hill. Not a very good Not a great name. name not a great name. Okay. I, I think I like um, the name that my son came up with, right? My older kid. He came up with the name of The Snatcher. And I'm like, who are you? I was like, who are you? I was like. I believe in the actual book. Wasn't his name Al? I do believe. Was it? The, was his name Al? I believe his name was Al. Okay. They didn't uh, mention it in the film, but I Al, believe from the movie, or from the book. Al the Grabber. Yeah, yeah it's just Al. That sounds like a guy who's gonna be like super sexual harassment. Oh, it's just, it's just Al. He's flirty. Oh, don't 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 mind him. He's he's older. So, <laughs> Finney's pretty great. I like the like the character. Finney has been. Um, I think most young kids quit being like Finney, being shy. You know, like myself. I was a young kid in school. I played some baseball. I got picked on for my height and being like awkward, gangly kid and everything. And like Finney, he's not tall, awkward. He's, he's a shy kid. Yeah. But we did. Finney goes to school after Bruce gets captured. We we do a little segment to Finney's school. Finney goes to school. He sees his friend. I forgot his name. Honestly, I'm so bad with names. This is why I have you here. Uh, but his friends out there just pummeling this, this bully. Oh, yes. His friend has his awesome headband on. He looks like a 1970s, like, you know, little gangster. He's like, oh, oh, he beats him up, right? And his guy's already beat. But his friend, Finney's friend, it keeps going at him. He just knocks him out and he keeps going. I'm like, dude, here, you already won, bro. Chill. And, and blood attracts yeah, crowds. Yeah, blood attracts crowds. And he's like, yeah, get him, get his ass. And I was like, oh my God, man. But you know, once again, I'm, I'm from New York City. I remember how, like, once again, the fights back then, it doesn't matter what you were doing, right? You can have, like, a big fight with somebody, you have, and a crowd forms. It's like smoke comes. And, like, oh my God, we have people here, left and right. And then 
they want to say fight, 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 and you can't say no to the audience. <laughs> you got you got to appease the fans. So they do that, and then Finney and his buddy go to the bathroom, and they talk about you know, like Holly said, the fight, and you know, basically he's Robin. His name is Robin. Oh, his name yes, is Robin. Robin. Oh my gosh, see. This go. is what once again, once again, this is all done in one take. Um, Robin talks to him about being like tougher and how he actually has the heart to be a strong, you know, fighter. And Finney tells him that he's not that kind of person. And Robin's like, "No, you really are. You know, you just don't know yet." So we take a little trip once again to Finney's home with his sister. Oh yeah. And she is the, and I think she kind of fell into the stereotypical trope. Of the little girl who's like way smarter than everybody else in the room, she is the best and part of the so movie. And she's so and I love that. Oh, she's awesome. I love that for her. She's very rebellious. She experiences the premonitions, like her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so her mom apparently, you know, was seeing and hearing things. Yeah. From, the, from what we hear from the that's dead. they never they, never, they don't they, show yeah, it, they don't explain I kind of it. Wish they did. I actually glad that they didn't show it, and this is I believe in sometimes with these horror films, right? Less is more. The idea of making you like like what? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, it makes it makes theories way more interesting, you know, and not give me a flatter answer, or it gives me like bad writing, like oh I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and they go like oh that's for you to figure out, right? It's like oh shit, I forgot to add that scene. <laughs> Keeps you wondering, you never know. It's kind of like with Michael Myers, like like is he really like? evil incarnate or it's like a really jack dude who can't die like well that's for you to decide and i'm like i don't know maybe he's a jack demon <laughs> i don't know that's, that's totally a thing yeah there's um there's a there's a part of the film which i felt was a lot like really really hard to watch and that was a part when uh finney's dad was beating yeah, him was beating was his sister that was hard to and watch. it was hard to watch he like she like because her, her dad is a drunk and he's not okay with his daughter discussing these visions and everything he else. He wanted to be and go down the road that his wife went down. Which he says, he says in the movie that she was touched and how she was seeing it and how she went crazy yeah. and how she killed herself. Right. So I get how he's trying to protect his daughter, but... This was not the way yeah, to do it. I don't but think... if you think about it, we're back in the 1970s, you know, kids got beat with belts, you know, like things happen. Should it have happened? No. Did it happen? Probably more often than we would like to say. Now, see, see, you say that. Now, I come from a pretty black family. (laughs) (laughs) And my grandmother would find all the ways in the world to beat my aunts and uncles. My grandmother was, like, in her 70s, right, when this happened. I'm a young kid. And she would have, like, she, my grandmother, hell hath no fury like a black grandmother. They're like MacGyver when it comes to beatings. They will fashion a belt (laughs) out of anything. Like, give her some duct tape and gum. I'm like, how'd you make that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Grandmother school works. But uh, <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. And that was all through the 90s, though. But whatever. Um, so Finney is out there. He, he sees his sister being beat by his dad. He freaks out. He tells him, tells him to stop. He's defending his sister because he's a good brother. And I couldn't really do anything about it. You really can't. But, what, but right there, I think that shows Finney's not ready to be that hero. Yeah. So he was, he can speak, but he can't do. And that's what I saw early on. Now, I could be reading into it because, once again, Finney's a kid. That's your dad. You don't really want to approach your dad or mom with something that's happening right now. But he was trying to speak up for his sister. But she's bold. There's uh, oh, one she's part. much stronger than Finney. Oh, yeah. Cool. There, there's one scene 
Oh, with the rock. She, oh, what? The, and she clobbers that guy yeah. with the rock. Yes. And and then what happens, right? These these bullies, right? They're way bigger than her, right? They beat up Finney and they beat her up and they kick her in the face. Yeah. Like that could have like led to her dying, honestly. But I mean, her hitting that one kid. I oh yeah, that was. That was a lot for a kid. Yeah. It's a lot. But the best part was like she gets up and they 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 sit together. And he's like, oh. I guess we're both out. Yeah. <laughs> Tag out, buddy. <laughs> It was like saying, like, hey, we both admit defeat. We both got fucking rocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's move on from it, right? Yeah. But so, Finney um, talks about how he's going to go, um, well, he's going to, like, walk home and everything, too. And sister's like, hey, I'm going to be at my friends tonight. And they have this thing. They take care of their dad because their dad's an alcoholic. And they make sure he doesn't, like, you know, die in his sleep or whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, your turn to, to watch over dad. Yeah. And Finney's like, okay, whatever. But on the way home, Finney sees um, Al, the grabber, yeah. the Al grabber. And the grabber, he's there with that, uh, it's, I think he's wearing the, the mask at the time. I, I want to say that he, he's wearing this mask. And the, by the way, that mask is haunting. That is going to be a Halloween costume for somebody. Because that getup that he's wearing is so. It's so minimal, but I was like, "This makes me uneasy." This, yeah. this, 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 this is a creepy ass costume. You know what it reminded me of? What's that? Um, it reminded me of We Happy Few in the video game. That's what it reminds me. of. That's what. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes. By the way, it's, great game. Holly like loves that game. She's obsessed with it. Oh uh, yeah, but it's very creepy, <laughs> very in your face and creepy. Yeah, you're totally right because it has that that lower yeah. like plastic little jaw thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Um, I don't think he was wearing the mask though. When was he wearing the mask? Okay. I don't believe so. I gotta look it back. He dropped his hat. He, he did, he did. Um, and Finney was helping him, like, pick things up. And this was one of the differences I noticed noticed between the book and the movie. Okay. Is in the movie, he's obviously very skinny. He's a magician, mm-hmm. whatever, still using his van. In the book, he was, I believe, from what I've got. From what I gathered, okay, um, he was like grotesquely fat. He was really um, a clown. So he was actually based off of John Wayne Gacy. Okay, the the chair, the, the serial yes. killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this film, I believe they tried to actually incorporate three serial killers into his personality. So I guess they have we John Wayne Gacy. Casey, okay. Gacy, yeah, because he. Be, beat people with a belt. Okay. Um, Dahmer. Okay. Because he had Timmy run away and actually was brought back at some point in time okay. in the film. So this, okay, that's, that's interesting. Two. And then Bundy, who actually lured people to his car. Okay, this is deep. So, so now we have the grabber who has three serial killer traits from actually the 1970s. <laughs> so it fits mm. right into this film. These beasts of humans here. So, yeah. I, I found that really interesting. That's interesting, because I forgot that Dahmer was doing his murders in the 70s and led up to the... I think he got yep. incarcerated in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. So, he get, these so, guys get away, but... Dahmer and Gacy were both 1978, and I believe... I believe Bundy was a little earlier in the 70s. I don't have an exact date for him. Maybe what they did with... It was all within the same time. Maybe, maybe what they did with um, the grabber, making him handsome, like, Ethan Hawke's a handsome guy, um... It's like Ted Bundy is supposed to be like super handsome guy that women found just so attractive. That's why he get these girls to follow him because he's such a good looking guy. I think 
I've seen photos of, of Ted Bundy. He's like eighties good looking, I guess. I don't know. He he's gone now, the monster he is, but I don't I don't I don't see it. But there's definitely some things that I liked about the uh the character, the the grabber, which is kinda messed up to say right now. But I like the fact that he was so calm and he wasn't just like like for me, horror is not done quick and it's done over time. Correct. I agree. And the idea of being captured is terrifying for anybody. The fact that, and he showed him, he's like, oh, you can yell if you want. Yeah. But no one's going to hear you. He goes, oh, that phone don't work. So I was like, oh my God. That's even more terrifying because yeah. the fact that you don't know when the end is going to happen. Finney didn't know when he would come down there and kill him. He, he didn't know, he, like, he didn't know even what day it was. So that to me, right, was terrifying. And that's how you gradually get into a film like that. To me, horror is done spaced out over time. I'm a, I'm not a huge fan of like the jump scares. I'm not a huge fan of like gory horror. I mean, like I've watched Saw. I mean, yeah. that's whatever. But this is more like a this 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 is a slow burn kind of movie, and I think it does the job right. But Finney gets captured by the by the grabber. He knocks him out with some sort of uh, chloroform or something. I'm not sure what he had. Sprayed something in his mouth. Yeah, he was he was he was high and he was on some he was on that good because he brought him downstairs. He's like, yo, Mm. he was like, you here? And Finney's like just sitting there. Well, you guys can see my face, but it looks. Imagine a guy's (laughs) face. (laughs) Imagine a guy's face. Yeah, I have a face for radio. Uh, Imagine a guy's face if they were just blank stare. It looks so. It looked so scary. And by the way, these kids in the movie, right, who were cast, kudos to Hollywood, by the way, for actually casting kids in kids' films. I hate in the early 90s where they had, like, a 30-year-old guy playing a high schooler. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't work. Kudos to that. Because and, and, to me, it feels, like, authentic. So, Finney's down there, and he's freaking out. He's yelling. He's screaming like we all would do. You'll freak out. He's looking for ways to get out. And the grabber's like, mm, you're done, Zell. You know, he walks away. He's like, "Oh, you're special," and that's when the grabber games. That's when grabber starts his game, and this is when. Well, let me take a step back real quick. Finney answers the the phone. The grabber tells Finney that the phone doesn't work. hasn't worked in years. But this grabber, is about the kids. This is the kids. So I have a theory about that. I think only the kids can hear it, and not the adults. Now, once again, that goes to the allegory of Joe Hill's father, uh, Stephen King, and the it. How. The kids could see Pennywise, but the adults can't. So, because they don't believe anymore. So, like, Finney hears the phone ring. Finney answers the phone. He talks to people who passed away. The first phone call that Finney got was from Bruce. And he, he says, your arm is mint to him. And he kept saying that over and over again. And Bruce, who didn't know his name, said the first thing that you forget is your name. And actually, it's kind of sad because you start forgetting about yourself who passed away. Because the, the grabber took, obviously, the, the lives away really, really young. And he, these kids didn't even live a full life. And he stole it from them. And now, even after life, right, they're still losing any semblance of who they were. And that, to me, was actually terrifying and sad. Yeah. So, and Finney's talking to him, trying to make him remember. He goes, hey, you're, you're, you're Bruce. Uh, you play baseball. And he's like, okay, Finney. You know? And then he keeps telling him what to do. He goes, hey, you know. And he tells him that there is, I think... Bruce tells him, yeah, loose tile to start digging. And so he starts digging like a hole. And this is where it comes together. This is something I think is actually kind of cool. It's like each person in that phone, because Finney gets a lot of phone calls, people who passed, who, who, who died. The five kids before. Yeah. Because he would have been the sixth. Yeah. They each give him like little ways to get out there and how Finney eventually finds himself. Now, we can come back to Finney in a minute, but in the meantime, let's go back to his sister, who is having the uh, blast talking to the cops. 
She calls this this little girl, maybe ten years old, probably. Right? I'm guessing, she's right? Ten. Calling them out. She called. She's like, oh, she's like, she goes, it's the grabber, you assholes. And the cops are like, uh, okay. And I love how that that that's so relevant. You always get that smart, allocated kid and the adults who don't know shit. And the kid was like, no more than the adults. I'm sorry, these cops were stupid. They were incompetent. So, they were incompetent on the This entire film, they were stupid. <laughs> how many? It's a small town in Denver, Colorado. How many black vans could there be around? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I'm, I'm thinking, really? like, did you want to find a grabber, honestly? Like, mm. he, yeah, exactly. Mm. So there are parts of me, I'm like, yeah. Oh. So, sometimes I hate how they, they write cops, they write it so incompetent. Very frustrating. Yeah, I'm like, well, I would have found a grabber yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know you haven't watched Dahmer yet, but mm. it reminded me of the cops in Dahmer. Like, so dumb. I've heard about that show, which so, we could be covering Dahmer soon. Yeah, Who we knows? won't go into it, but I'm just saying the cops in Dahmer were awful. They were terrible. They reminded me of these. Maybe that's how, maybe that's what they want to try to convey that. Because I feel like if a cop was to be on this case, I mean, the, the grabber left like, behind a, lot of, a whole lot of clues as well. But maybe they maybe once again, I'm using the lens of literacy right here, right? They didn't want to see it. It is in front of them. They didn't want to, they didn't want to see it. I think it's also to go into it's also trying to show um, one of the themes, which is kids need to rely on kids when the adults are absent. And their mind is not you know, kids are you don't know anything. You're young, like we know better than you. So it's kids having to rely on themselves when I mean, your parents are absent. Like their parent was an alcoholic father. And he wasn't listening to anything. Yeah, he didn't hear anything at all. But no. then uh, Finney's sister kept, she was praying to Jesus. And the best part, she's like, what the fuck, Jesus? <laughs> I'm sorry, by the way. This, this, I mean, I know last season when we were last uh, aired, there's less swearing. And I promise I want to do a lot of cursing. But this this movie yeah. has some of the absolute best. Cause it's, it Her lines are great. It's like, I love this little girl. I want to, like, I want to adopt her so she can curse me out. I don't know. <laughs> she, was, she was great. So, like, there's, there's one part in, in the movie. She prays to Jesus, right? She says, she says you know, what the fuck, Jesus? And she tells, she's telling the cop. But then she has a vision. And this vision she has, right, is of basically the house and about what's going on. And she's, like, she's seeing it, and she's scared to tell her father because, like, the last time her, her dad, like, beat the crap he out of her. her. Yeah, exactly. But you know what, though? She's brave because she rather take a beating again from her dad than let her brother go another day missing. Yep. So that, to me, shows her um, her bravery, her heart, her passion for her brother. Because a lot, a lot of movies that happen out there, right, even, like, today, right, you have the movies about a brother and sister or whatever, siblings, and they never get along. It was refreshing to see... Two siblings get along. Really close. They it were was, close throughout the entire film. Yeah, which, which is great. Which is nice because I mean you'll see that a lot though. Like, you think about like 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 Home Alone. Mm. It's really in the same sentence, but <laughs> they all hated Kevin. Like, what the hell did Kevin do to you? You know, <laughs> like I like Kevin. He's a. I mean, he stole his dad's credit card. Not the best way to be a kid, but at the same time, like, like come on, like be a good brother. Like everything you see, even TV shows like you know Boy Meets World. Like, oh Corey, you suck. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and freaking females, right? They no one like you know, no one like um, Eddie and Laura. Never, never got along at all. They always fought. I'm like, it's like, it's like, like that. French Prince, Carlton, and yeah. Will always got always fought. Hillary, all this kind of stuff. So for me, I'm like, okay, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, maybe. And right there, I was like, maybe I could be a better brother to my brothers too. And stop fighting with those guys. But then I realized, right, who, uh, who they were. But no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will stick with my cousin. Anyways, <laughs> so we go back to the um, the basement. So the basement where the, where the grabber has Finney. And Finney has another phone call. And this phone call came from uh, one, of, one, of, one of the kids. Uh, I forgot his name. I think he's the paper boy. Yeah, and and he was like, oh, you 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 can climb that that uh that uh ledge on the window and try to get out. He goes, I tried, but the grabber got me before I, I could finish. So Finney tries it, and this is something I thought too. Once again, I'm I'm a six foot three guy, so I'm like I can just walk up there. It's not yeah, a big no. deal. And then I'm little five two, like <laughs> I have the hardest. Five. You are stuck, my friend. <laughs> it's and it's the grabber knows me. He's like, no, I'm not taking his guy. I'll take Holly instead. And then. <laughs> You take Holly, you're probably going to die anyway. Because <laughs> she ain't having it. She's like, hey, Holly would be caught by the grabber. He would give her eggs. She's like, uh, these aren't even done right. Take it back. <laughs> take it back. Oh, boy. Is, is this water mineral? Uh, no. <laughs> so the, the the bars break off on that little window area, right? And you can see Finney's face. He's losing hope. He's, he's getting this despair. But then he says, right? But then he says, um, the grabber plays a game. He plays a game, and he has to like understand, like you know, how how to play a game. And then the game is called uh, Naughty Boy. Naughty Boy. And he's like Naughty Boy. You know what's that? He's like, oh, he's like, you go upstairs because the grabber left the door ajar. And Finney's like, I can get out of here. You know, he made a mistake. So right there, my mind said, oh, he this guy messed up. So let's you know get out, Finney. He said, "No, naughty boy is how you do it. If you go upstairs, he'll beat you till you pass out." And like Holly said, it brought my my attention. Gacy beat his victims until they, you know, basically passed out. Right. So that was, I guess, how they incorporated him into that character, which is kind of cool to see. I learned so much today. Um, but you see upstairs, you see the grabber and his uh, grabber mask, no shirt on, just jeans and his uh, mask. And to it's me, creepy. it's very creepy. Whoa. And I think I think right now, honestly, right that like I said before, right that less is more, less is more. Excuse me, Le- less is more. And like that mask is so creepy. I can't explain it. It's like a, a disgusting smile. But there's different ones. Too. Yes, he has one when he's smiling. He has one when he when when, when he's sad and angry. And there's one that's blank. Yeah, it's, and, and I think and I think when he's blank, right, is when he catches the kids. And then when he plays Naughty Boy. He changes, right? So when he meets Finney for the first time, flashback, his his mask, his lower half is actually smiling because he's happy that Finney's there to play the game of Naughty Boy eventually. And it's creepy, the fact that he just takes his time, keeps playing the game, and he's feeding Finney. So he's feeding Finney eggs, giving him soda, yep. giving him, like, he's actually keeping this guy n- nourished. Why? Because it's a game that he's playing. You can't play the game if you're not up to it. You can't play the game if you if you if he starves to death, he doesn't. He that doesn't, doesn't do anything yeah. for him. He didn't kill him. It doesn't get exactly. He doesn't get anything out of it. Nope. The grabber. Zero satisfaction for the grabber. So the grabber's playing this game with Finney. So Finney creeps upstairs, but he comes back because he just he, wanted to check. It. Yeah, because he Zero knows. Eye. Yeah, he. Yeah. So he knows what, what could happen. So we another day passes, right? We meet somebody. We meet every. Body nowadays because of the dawn of the internet, even before the internet was was a thing, right? Is <laughs> a detective online. So oh. we meet this guy, Max. Max. So this, I love Holly for knowing <laughs> names. I love that. I love I being. Love I love being back. By the way, I'm having a freaking blast being back already. Anyway, so 
we meet Max, and Max is there, and the cops, because we all love those two cops, they come to Max's house, and Max is telling them about the grabbers, like, you know, radius, about how far he's gone, about, how, about you know... About the, where the kids were taken. Exactly. Every, he knows this, this guy, what the cops know. This guy is an internet sleuth before it's even a thing. He's a troll. <laughs> he's simply a thing. <laughs> so he, he goes this. So the cops goes, yeah, you see anything? Because he goes, blah, 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 blah. He goes, well, call me. You want any updates about the case, right? Because Max is like, oh, yeah, I want these guys now. You know, I'm part of the team. And the best part was, like, the cops like, hey, you left something on a, on a table. It's cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> 1970s, everybody. Drug addict. Good old. It's snowing up there in Colorado, everybody. He Ooh. had the nose candy rocking. But, you know, obviously Max wanted to go to waste. He definitely just took it all in and enjoyed the crap out of it. But then we panned down again to another phone call for Finney. Finney gets another phone call, and I think this phone call was... Finney a girl, isn't it? No, it was... Um, it was a, it's, it's another boy. It's another boy. I think it's the, the bully. The bully. Who, who was super angry. He was like, oh, you know... Oh, this Oh, no, yep, yep, sorry, yep, you're right. Sorry about that. It's okay. Pal up came for yep, as a boy, and he forgot, because remember once again, right, you forget yeah. things. So the longer that you've been dead, the more that you forget, I'm guessing. Bruce being the latest victim, no, yeah. of the of the grabber, I only forgot his name. This boy who forgot, who was hurt months ago by the grabber. Yeah, it goes from most recent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened. So, once again, these guys are all guiding Finney to, like, you know, a possible escape. But even they know that, even though, because I think the phone rang for those kids as well. They never really say if the phone rang for them. They couldn't hear it. So, why could Finney hear it? That's what I understand. Why can't, do you think he actually heard it? Or you think he should believe, maybe it's on his head. Who knows? Because. You never know. You it don't. It could be either or. Um, but. It did say in the film that the grabber could hear it, and Finney could hear it. But the grabber didn't believe. He didn't think actually was a. It's it's so interesting how the idea. It makes you think. Yeah, the the idea of actually like believing goes a long way, and I think that's what we should probably but look at that through that lens. In the beginning, the grabber said, "Oh, the phone's going off," and he left. He left the room. Hmm. And then later in the end of the film, you could tell because he kept. Staring at the phone when it would go off. You think that because he just because he wanted to believe at that. At I the think end. he was haunted by all of his sins. I mean, that's definitely a thing. I do think that there's, there's a part of the movie that actually though, which is kind of cool, was when Finney actually talked to that uh, the, the deceased boy. Yeah. About the the padlock, right? Yeah. Finney gets out. Mm-hmm. He once again they're playing Naughty Boy. Finney goes upstairs, right? Sees the grabber is the grabber has a has a it's weird because the grabber can be like so slim and, and like kinda jacked to looking like a straight up dad bod. I'm like, I'll go, are you is the grabber like a a dad bod for all of us right now to to attain now? I, I, I don't know. But um he goes upstairs and he sees him in a chair racked out. The grabber's like, he hasn't been sleeping at all. Finney will pass him, he gets out. He does a combination. Surprisingly, works. He gets out. He runs out. He runs. He runs. He runs. And what happens? It's a freaking. There's, there's a there's a dog. Yep. There's a dog. That, and the dog. Yes. And the dog alerts the grabber, and Finney just bolts. Right. I'm sorry. I'd be more afraid of the dog than the grabber. At that what are you talking? No. The grabber's <laughs> gonna stab you. 
No. Are we doing this right now? Dog was huge. Oh my god. You're gonna do this this dog I'll get dogs a freaking beef jerky call a day to grab her. I'm I I'm dead. Okay. I go, hey grabber, do some <laughs> like imagine right, right? You run you run for a freaking grabber, right? Offer to grab her a fucking slim gym. <laughs> no. I give said dog a slim gym. You're gonna stop for a second, I'll get a right. <laughs> you think I'm gonna do this? What are we doing here? <laughs> Oh my god, you can't reason with the grabber or a dog. I can deal with a dog and I'm like, who's a good boy? <laughs> really? Let's, who's a... let's go into Resident Evil dogs. Oh my really? god. Those dogs are they're, they're possessed by <laughs> biohazard germs and everything. The grabber has death on the brain. You you can't be like, who's a good grabber? Who's a good grabber? You wanna go kill? Okay, you good boy. No, I can't <laughs> do that. Oh my god. What I'm gonna name this episode. <laughs> Finney's running away, which he was kind of stupid, because why would we just run into the middle of an open street, go to a house, go in yards? Why are people in horror films so dumb? Because, Mm. because they gotta be dumb. I know. You gotta be dumb. It's kind of like in in horror films, right, you know, like, why is every girl always wearing heels? Mm. Why is every guy wearing a bathrobe bathrobe. and no one has their phone charged? (laughs) It's 2022. You tell me that if I get caught by Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers, though, I'm I'm texting. <laughs> I'm like, yo, dad, I know we're talking years, though, but come get your boy. He'd be like, and, and then my dad be like, new phone, who this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. So, Finney gets recaptured. Yeah. And the grabber's pissed because he's a naughty boy for escaping. But that means he played the game and he's ready now. He played the game. He saw him escape and now he's pissed. So, we get a a vision. Finney gets a call, and then we get a vision for his sister, for the, from, from that bully. From the last. Yes. yes. For the for the bully, and he says, he's a, he's aggressive. He's a angry. Oh, he was so loud. But he was like, kind of ba. That's badass yeah. for you kids out there who don't know what the ba stands for. He was like, "Today's the last day of your fucking life, motherfucker." And I'm like, "Damn, dude, all right." I'm, I'm trying to watch a movie. So I'm watching this film and I'm thinking, and think about that. Do you know that that, that character, Billy, from uh, Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. He had that same look, too, like that lean look, yeah. kind of like kind of like a badass, though, but aggressive for the right reasons, though. I was like, okay, this, this guy, he's going he's gonna to own it. And he, like, and he said, too, that he fought the grabber. Yeah. Like, he fought him. So he had to go down with a fight. And he said to him, right, to Finney, he goes, oh, thanks for helping me. He's like, oh. This like, is about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's I was like, it's like, bro, he owned this. Like, even in death, he's still like owning. He's like, yo, this kind of guy. I want to haunt like this guy. Mm-hmm. So, but then you know, he Finney once again tries to escape. Goes to like a freezer, like a little steak cellar. Yeah. And he gets there, and guess what? He gets to the, the little little metal parts. Right. He fashions a tool. This, by the way. Kids, he very, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's like he's, very MacGyver. Like, yes, MacGyver. The joke came full circle. He had a black grandmother too. <laughs> <laughs> um, he re, he's so resourceful. He made a tool out of everything. I mean, like I think right now, I'm like if I got caught I at that age, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of doing half the things. Oh no, 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 no! I'd be I'd be done up. That's it for me. I would have survived. Although I'm sorry, the rope and the carpet thing would have never happened. Like, Oh, never, Ever. never. That, that never worked. That was a cartoon. Yeah, that would have never happened the way it did in the film, in <laughs> real life. 
That part was the only part that actually kind of irritated me. I guess we could say the fact that because they were like rushing around everything, yeah, yeah. we could use that as a MacGuffin. But um, so Finney is like he's at once again another wall. He can't get out of. He's like damn, and he he cries. He breaks down because of hope, and that's and that right there is when that's when the grabber wants him. He wants him to be like the grabber thrives on despair and failure just so he can have that, that final kill. So, Finney's out there and he's talking. He has one more call. This, this is kind of important. This call is kind of cool. The, the, this call came from his friend Robin. And Robin... This, call. And this, this is, was the only one that didn't go in order. Yes, which yeah. is interesting, but I think it's because... It made sense. And this is why I kind of think sometimes, though, like, it wasn't really there. Yeah. But because it was Finney trying to come to terms and he needed that boost again. Yeah. So, he picks the phone. Robin's on the other line. He's telling Finney that he's strong. He just doesn't, just, just, he doesn't know how strong he is, though. And, that, and, 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 that's, the, and that's the encouragement like, he needed. This is your time. Yeah, this, 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 this is this what is, you need. You are the protagonist. You need to own it. You're the main character for a reason. Let's give the people like, you know, what they paid for. And he's saying to him, he's like, hey, last time that, you know, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to miss you. And I'm like, that's sad right there. That's sad. Like, and now his friend's gone forever, for real now. So he, he, he tells Finney to, like, you know, focus on his hooks and to load the phone right with dirt, pack it tight, make it heavy, which is, is a thing you could do. So, with those phones. Yeah, with those phones. I mean, not, not with a uh, Samsung Fold. <laughs> but maybe with Nokia, who knows. But anyway, um, he does that, and he gets ready. He's practicing. He's phone at the ready. But he and Finn's ready. The door opens slowly. It creeps open. It opens the door, and it's Max. Max is like, oh, my God. I found you. By the way, this is just be my best Max voice. Oh, okay. Oh my God, I found you! And he says to him, right? He goes, "Do you want to know how I found you?" And Finn's like, "What the what?" And the grabber comes in quickly with the axe to his brother, kills him, and he blames Finny because he killed his brother. Yeah, he's like, "This is your fault." And once again, like the grabber's insane. He's like, "I don't want to. You made me kill my brother." He was my idiot brother. Yeah, I loved him. <laughs> So now he's like, so he but he comes down with Samson, the big Rottweiler dog, and he's like, I'm gonna enjoy this, Finny. I'm gonna really enjoy this. And he like have Samson at the ready, and Finny's ready for him though. Grabber comes to him, Finny clocks him clean with the phone. This 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 fight seems so one sided. I'm like, is, is that wait is that all it takes to knock this guy out with a dirty phone and that's it? So and then he hits and then Finney clops the the, the 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 grabber with the dirt filled phone, hits him pretty hard. He runs, he, he jumps, he follows him and it hogs him, right? They went full on Looney Tunes, right? And he falls into this freaking hole that Finney dug earlier. Remember early in the movie he dug this hole earlier? And he covered it with a with a rug. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He falls in and then probably he, broke his ankle. And yep, he was he's hurt from there. And then he, Finney has the phone and he says it's for you and everything. But that was cheesy, but whatever, it's fine. He oh, it's for you. And they go After like he, beats him. he beat the oh. crap out of him. I'd be more embarrassed being beat up by a little kid than being killed by the point. And like, oh but here's the thing too that is kind of interesting is Finney took the mask off. Him when he was getting oh beat. yeah he freaked and the guy and the grabber 
was more concerned about being seen mm -hmm. with his full face than being beat to death. And so, I think that's part of why Finney won. Is yeah. The grabber had such a psychological like breakdown right there. Do you think that... I know we're getting like, deep. Now we're going to get deep into okay. this. So I saw a film... Like, so during the pandemic, right? During that how hiatus, I, I watched a ton of films. Because I mean, I'm obsessed with movies and you know, media. Um... I saw a film called Halloween Kills. Not the best film in, in the series. It's the second part of the, of the sequel trilogy. And there's, there's a part in the movie where a character takes Michael Myers' mask and he's almost powerless. Michael puts on the mask and begins to massacre a militia. Once again, a horror film. But I think that these, these villains here get these powers. They're both, not even their power, but they're Sense of sense of person through that shell, that mask, and it's it's odd because like that happens a lot in these movies though. Like you see, it happened in like Halloween, happened before even in even in Freddy Krueger when he lost his his his, his claw and everything too. They that's their that's their identity, and without that, they they just fall apart. So the grabber fell apart when his mask got taken off by Finney. That's why I think at least once again, I'm not I'm, I'm not the psych person. Holly is the psych person. <laughs> I once watched a movie about psychology, <laughs> and I got a B in my class in college years ago. So whatever, I'm basically a genius. So Finney hops over, takes the um, the phone cord, and begins to strangle the grabber with his might, his little thirteen year old might. And he's just like, "This phone's for you," like some sort of nineteen eighties freaking like you know like send off. And they all say, like you know, tell like their own thing. Yeah, they wanted to say they needed closure before they died, which they never got. And the grabber heard them, and that's what I don't understand. Like I, the grabber could hear the phone. In my opinion, the grabber could hear the phone all along, but was ignoring it because he knew that it was his past sins coming to haunt him. Hmm. That's my opinion about what I think it was there for. I think the grabber could have heard it all along. You're probably right, honestly. I think that. He said that the phone hasn't worked since he was a kid. So yeah. that kind of leads me to believe that there was a childhood trauma in his life not to... Holy... Oh, my... I Don't humanize... <laughs> don't you humanize the grabber I'm right not, now. You humanize him. You psych me. But if you think about it, the brother had a drug problem. That was his way of coping with childhood trauma. Okay. This one ended up being a killer. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to humanize him at all, but I think there was some past something. Okay, there. this generally something something Jeremy messes with you to become a freaking I mean, murderer. Naughty boy game. He probably went through something similar with this with his dad, huh. which also kind of leads into Finney and um, Gwen's dad, like showing them eating their kids with a belt like okay. they didn't get to the point where you know anyone turned into a killer there but on the okay. grabber side i think it shows the extremism let's dive deeper right now imagine this right now <laughs> what if their dad never stopped beating gwen and finney yeah you never know finney could be a grabber or something with a better name if he <laughs> Hopefully something with a better name if we I don't there. know. I mean, can I, can I be the twerker? <laughs> I mean, but funny. you see what I mean, though? It kind of pulls in from both aspects where it 
can lead to something worse, but it doesn't have to. It can also lead to somebody to capture the bad person. It could be, yes. So, could, could. that's kind of where I took it when I saw this. Yeah, you're a, a bigger brain than me. I just don't want to fucking get killed. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Finney's out. He sees, he sees Gwen and the, and the amazing cops who went to the wrong house finally grab his other victims, Robin and the rest of the gang, all buried already. Grabber had two houses. One house is where he killed them, and the other house is where he buried them. I'm sorry, but, you know, the van's just sitting in the parking lot, not even in an enclosed garage. Really couldn't find that. Once again, <sighs> the cops stupid cops, stupid cops, everybody, in movies. They, they're never good at all. Except except the, the one good cop that I love, John McClane from Die Hard. You're the best, man. That he, McClane would have found a grabber day one. Just saying. Um, you know, there was an interesting other... Um, remember how we were talking about um, how this film kind of went into it and different films? Yes. With all the symbols and everything? Mm-hmm. It was interesting at the end with Gwen. She had the gear. Oh, my. She had the, the, the yellow rain jacket on. And I like how in the movies... My, so, my son, he's 16 now. He is obsessed with horror films, like myself. And we see every horror film together. So, when he saw it, he was like, Dad, that's Georgie. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, he was like, and then my son didn't know about Joe Hill being Stephen King's son. I was like, he was like, he goes, can you do that? I'm like, yeah, that, that's his dad. He's like, what? He's <laughs> like, it's crazy. Right. So, there were a lot of um, things that were very similar I definitely love that part though. I was like, I felt it felt good, but then, I, but then, but then again, I felt bad because how Georgie got killed in, in in that movie. Like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Child, no, I good for that. It makes me sad. But Finn gets out. He's basically dubbed the hero. To never the, gets picked on again. Never gets picked on. And he goes to school. He walks in. Yo, my man walks in with B D E. Everybody's <laughs> like, yo, I already killed the grabber. But he's walking in there like 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 he has a fucking like just he owns the and shop. Like I thought he'd look, I thought he'd be bigger. Yeah, and you know, I, you know, I mean, Finny got Finny got that heart now. He's like, yo, he's like, come on, I killed a guy. <laughs> and he walks in, and then not just a guy, the grabber, no, the, guy. the grabber, mm. and then that girl from earlier, uh, who's at, the, at, at Finny's game, was the his, his oh, uh, classmate, his, yeah, his, his little crush. crush. She's like, hey, Finny. He's like, oh. Just Finn. And I love that part right there because, okay, here's a little side story from, from you know, your boy here, right? Uh, when, I was, when I was a young boy, they, they called me Richie a lot. I, I still freaking think it's kind of cute, you know, you know, when I was a kid. And I got older, like, like 11 years old. I was like, just rich. And they're like, okay. And I felt so cool. I'm like, yeah, I grew up now. And my my time to grow up, right, was when I started learning how to, like, <laughs> I was so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Um, it's when I first saw. Oh my god, I'm doing this right now. This is so embarrassing. Oh, Long story. To, yeah, I, 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 I not gonna do it. It's when I kissed this girl that I was dating. Because once again, you're like 10, 11 years old. You're never dating. But my girlfriend, Erica Pitt, I'm sorry if you listen to this right <laughs> here. I loved her. Erica Pitt was this girl in my class who was me and her used to always like debate about who's smarter. That was our way that we like, kind of like like flirted, and we kissed, right? And I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and my and my friends were like, Rich, oh like, yeah, I go kisses whatever, I, you know, I do it all the time. 
I did it once. <laughs> so, nice. so I was like, yeah, come, come, come be rich now. And that, that's been uh, Erica, I'm so sorry. If I, I think you're married last time that we talked. <laughs> if you by some chance are on Spotify or podcasts or you find this and you listen to it, know that I wish you all the happiness in the world and do not make fun of me <laughs> for telling this story. Okay. That was uh, great. That was pretty great. So, I wanted to say, um, closing in close to an hour, you know, if you like round up more or less, I want to say thank you. This is, I have forgot how much fun this is actually to talk about this kind of stuff with Holly. Uh, it's a blast for her. It's yeah. actually one of the best reasons, once again, why we started, because like that we like this kind of stuff and, you know. We like to get into it and bicker. It's, it's and pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Um, I mean, it's spooky season, so best time of year for your boy. I love being scared and everything, and I cannot. It's spooky season. But I think what we're going to do next is um, we're going to do Dahmer. Dahmer's popular right now. Dahmer is popular right now. Apparently, he's like this. I mean, I know who I know, I know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Unlike probably majority of the people that watch the film, most people of the like twenty are like, oh, who's this hottie? I'm like, I remember this guy when I was a kid. He's this monster of a human. But right now on Netflix, right, Dahmer is currently airing. It's actually one of the. It's not the top rated show right now on Netflix. Actually, no, it it broke records. It is a beat. I think Squid Game's actually of the most watched series. Like what? And I love Squid Game. Which and, Squid Games two is coming out soon. We, we'll be doing that. Not in October, though. It'd be, no, it, no. It'll be in the future. But I'm very excited about that. I am, well. too. But it's a great game. Because that's going to be something I can discuss about all day about. Me Would too. you do this for money? But um, <sighs> but as a guy who wants to live in Korea, I can definitely say no. <laughs> Squid Game is scary. That is actually terrifying. Um, but yeah, we're going to come back um, next week with Dahmer. And we'll announce the... The next episode, I think after that, I'm not yeah. sure we're gonna do whatever comes to my mind. Something I, spooky. Something's from spooky season. My wife is hearing and she will download for too. For you, sweetie, spooky season is an effect. We're not doing hocus pocus. I don't care what you say. Oh God, that's the not spooky. One just came out yesterday, and she watched the crap out of it too. She's like, right. oh my God, it's so fun. I'm like, oh, it was very good. Not as good as the first one, but you know. Well, you wait like 90 years for a sequel. Then I mean, what the hell are you gonna do? But. With that being said, I want to say once again thanks for hearing us out. Thanks for thanks for staying tuned with us, right? Because I appreciate everything that we do here. It's fun, and like I said, uh, we're, we're back. It's going to be a lot that is going on, and I'm looking forward to this month. I'm also looking forward to the future because we have a lot to cover. There's like, been a lot coming out. It's so. a lot coming out, and oh. with and with the advent, see before before we go right. The advent of streaming is even more apparent. Like, everyone's going... They, we're doing streaming and same-day movies as well. That's insane. Like, the the Batman did that as well, I think. Or I think... Uh, they did more than, I mean, they, they're doing that a lot, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. But once again, we still maintain... We will never cover a big movie like that. No Avengers. No Batman films. Because those speak for themselves. They tear off your brain and you, and you go... Um, we want something that we have to think about. Yeah, something that, something involves like I mean maybe like one second of a thought pattern and not be like punch person in face and go boom. <laughs> okay, so bringing it back right on gotta get my rating right. Um, oh, okay, yeah. okay. So one. What are we going out of? Let's go with 
on a one being <laughs> Fast and the Furious, and a ten being for me Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. You know how you feel about that. I love Die Hard. I, I know. Die Hard was actually the first one I ever seen. My my parents are not good. They I was six when I saw Die Hard. What were they thinking? That's that's not good. That's not good. Apparently, it was good for you. No, they ruined me. Now I'm a mess. I'm a freaking mess of a human. Also, please subscribe to the channel. <laughs> so anyway, your yeah. rating? My rating of The Black Phone is an 8. My only issue with the movie, right, was there was issues with the pacing, and I wish we saw more of the dynamic between Finney, Gwen, and their father. The father was just one-dimensional. One Didn't have a lot going for him. Yeah. I know I know it's a movie about the, about the dad. I get it. But they just showed him as a, an abuser, and then he said sorry at the end. Yeah. Didn't really care for that. There wasn't any like real development there. Right. And also, I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of. Excuse me. I'm not a huge fan of the the grabber being so easily defeated. I I know this guy. This guy is a adult male who's not in bad shape. But once again, probably going from the book posted the movie but he got taken down so easy i yeah, felt like i felt like true. i felt like he got clipped out pretty easy but i guess they felt some sort of like 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 resolution wasn't fan of that though i wish there would have been a bit more of a struggle i wish there had been like more of a i hate to say it though i wish it was more like like an accident of him dying mm-hmm. like i wish that it would be something that finney could have done like by accident that beat the grabber but this seemed like everything that finney done worked out in his favor and i think because I have a hard time when a villain is just easily dispatched. Yeah. Like, I, I should, should take more. Because th- this guy had him captured for days. Right. So, in hindsight, right, Finney could have got that phone days ago, filled it with dirt, and go out there by sleeping and knock him out and then get out. Right. So. Well, this is the other thing, too, is this film was very escape room-esque. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And That's terrifying. I mean... Like you said, honestly, he didn't have to do all of those things. He could have just packed the phone with dirt and been done. Yeah. Um, so for that, I gave it like a 7 out of 10. Yeah. My thing was the mass. I wanted to, there to be more, more. Yes. I wanted to know more about the grabber. Like, I originally when I first saw it, I was thinking the mass were different personalities. I was thinking he was a multi-personality I thought so too as well. Because then you heard the different voices mm-hmm. and things like that. So I was really hoping to learn more about that. And I was kind of sad when it wasn't mm-hmm. there. And it was just like, okay, nah, yeah, here you go. Less is more. Mm-hmm. That's the important way she like, you know, how they should wear It's like, I mean, we yes. tend to never really agree fully, which is yeah, actually. Yeah, which is good though. I mean, we're going to agree one day or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I love that it was a little bit of less and more. But I did want to know more about the graph. I mean, I. I get that wholeheartedly. I get that, but then sometimes, right? No, I know. People I just, see where you're coming. From. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I think that sometimes, right? Like the idea of not knowing that a psychopath could be like next door to you to me is terrifying, and that's what happened. That's oh, how absolutely. Felt. Because he could be everyday villain, of, of everyday guy well, who, like, as we were saying, Dahmer, Gacy, Bundy, like regular dudes, regular dudes are there who's had a who twist. had jobs. Yeah. So basically, to not be a killer, be unemployed. If that's the only thing you get out from this podcast is, yes, be unemployed to not be a serial killer. Don't follow what I say. I'm, no, no. I just produced this whole show. Sorry. 
produce and I mix the audio. Just don't. This is not on me, okay? This is don't listen to the psych person, okay? Listen to the person who has no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, that's it for us today. We'll be back next week with Dahmer. And obviously next, so next week we'll be filming at Holly's house. We'll start recording at Holly's house and we'll go from there. So, uh, once again, thanks for, for hanging out with us and thanks for staying tuned with us and we'll see you next week. Yeah. It's been awesome. Take care guys. Bye. And also Dahmer is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs>